0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the sermon series on Spotlight on the Word. My name is Gideon Anamo, and I'm so glad to have you here as my listener here today. But before we go into our discussion for today, I would want to plead with you to spare us a minute and follow us on all social media platforms that is, Facebook, YouTube instagram twitter and as well as tiktok at spotlight on the word we'll be glad to welcome you to our ever-growing community of family of christians who yearn to always seek for the truth and get better understanding about the bible now before we continue our discussion for today i want us to take a word of prayer let us pray Thank you, our Father in heaven, for the opportunity given us today. We thank you for the words so sweet that we have our lesson. So I pray that yourself widen our hearts so that we receive these words and put them into practice, just as you ought for us to do. Thus do we ask through your Holy Son's name We pray thanksgiving. We say, may your perfect will be done in our lives, now and forevermore. Amen. Welcome. Amen once again to another episode of the Sermon Series. As I stated earlier on, my name is Gideon Nana Amo, and I'm so pleased to have you here as my listener today. Now today we are going to look at a very interesting topic which I have titled The Filled Up Christian. The Filled Up Christian. Now one would ask, what do I mean by the Filled Up Christian? And as my prayer and my hope That at the end of today's sermon, that we all come to an understanding of whom a filled up Christian is. Now today, I'm going to base all my discussion from one Bible passage. And this passage, I took it from the book of Romans, chapter number 1, verse number 29 to verse number 32. Now before we even tackle that passage, I want to draw attention to this scenario. And so let us imagine, as humans as you are, let us imagine. Let us assume that we have a group of friends where this group of friends, we number four, and we we expect to do everything together. Now there comes a scenario where you being the fourth member of this friendship is always left out, out of things that the group of friends tend to do. And so when it comes to planning to do things together, is are obviously you are left out out of the planning. When it even comes to sharing a room, or sometimes, it will get to a certain point where three of the friends will come together if you are going to stay at a place where they can't accommodate all four of you. See, to get to a time where these three people move to one place, then you'll be the one who is always left out. And so in all things, you being a part of that friendship, you're always left out of things that are being done by this group of friends. Now the question would be, How would you feel if you were in that situation? How are you going to to react to such a situation? How are your emotions going to be when you find yourself in a situation whereby in a friendship, you're always being left out of things that are being done? Now, that is what I would want us to have in mind as we go on with our discussion today. Now, let us bear in mind that just as I said earlier on, All our basis for today's discussion is going to be taken from the book of Romans chapter number 1, verse number 29 to verse number 32. And so this is what the Bible says. Romans chapter 1, verse number 29. I read from the New King James Version. It says, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. There are gossips, slanderous, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. Although they know the judgment of God that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only continue to do the same things, but also consent to those who do them. Hallelujah so this is what I would want to draw attention to today. Now, as Christians and as humans as we are, we ought to have this sort of friendship with our Father and with Jesus who are in heaven. Now, there comes a time where our body, which is supposed to be um, a housing for our souls and the presence of God in our lives, becomes so occupied, it becomes so filled some of the things that we mentioned here in the book of Corinthians. It gets to a time where as Christians we fall off and we continue to do things that are not expected of us as Christians to do. And so the Roman writer is saying that we are filled with unrighteousness, we are filled with wickedness, we are filled with covetousness and maliciousness. These are all things that occupy our body and occupy our lives and in, in a longer extent it makes us draw ourselves away from the friendship and the fellowship that we are supposed to have with our Father and Jesus Christ. Now, most of the time, this is how we feel as humans. We often feel that if we draw ourselves from the things of the world, if we draw ourselves away from all these things of the world, we would feel weak, we would feel unloved, we always feel um, so sad and so distant from the rest of the world. And this is so true because if we decide as Christians that we are going to live lives that are worthy of Christians, there are certain people whom we hold and cherish so well in our lives that are going to leave us and as a result, we are going to feel so sad within. Now one thing that you and I ought to have in mind is that as Christians, we ought to have or we ought to prioritize the friendship that we have with Christ. Uh, It always gets to this situation whereby Jesus Christ whom We as Christians whom as humans we ought to have this close relationship with Jesus Christ becomes a fugitive in our lives Now when I say a fugitive, it means someone who, 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 who doesn't have anywhere to go. Jesus Christ doesn't have anywhere else to go I want to ask us this question as Christians our lives so filled to the extent that our bodies which sells us a room which is going to house you and I as Christians which is housing our souls and Christ do we have space for Christ in our lives is our body full, is our life full to the extent that we can't accommodate Christ is our life so filled with the things that are mentioned in the book of Romans that we make Jesus Christ become a fugitive the question would also be that would you be willing to suck your roommates and the roommates in this sense are the things of the flesh the gossips the 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 unrighteous things that we do the fornication the betting, the gambling the alcoholism and the whole lot of things that you and i can can think of are we willing to suck all these roommates from our lives are we willing to part ways with these friends and invite christ To be the habitat or to enjoy this habitat that we have in this body that we have on earth here. Now, most of the time, just as I mentioned earlier on, parting ways with all these things and conforming to things that Christ ought for us as humans and as Christians to do would always bring consequences. We would lose friends. But the question would be are we willing to sacrifice just to accommodate Christ in our lives? Or we are filled up christians we are filled up to the extent that all the things mentioned in the book of romans which includes um, um envy which includes strife which includes deceit which includes gossip slanderers do we even go to the extent of hating god do we do we become disobedient to our parents are we willing to just accommodate all these things to pay a price of not having christ in our life and the question I would want to ask us at this juncture is are you a filled up Christian? do you have space for Christ in your life? are you willing to part ways with all these friends and roommates just to accommodate Christ in your life? you see as Christians one thing we always often forget is that we are just tenants of this body that we find ourselves in we are tenants this body belongs to Christ. It belongs to God. He is the landlord. And so, if we find ourselves in a situation whereby we are sacking the landlord who owns our body, if we sack the landlord who owns our body, and decide to accommodate, we decide to to bring in friends who have no role or have no inheritance in our body at the expense of sacking away the landlord, which is Christ. Then what lives do we do we think we are living as humans? What lives do we think we are living as Christians? We ought to come to our senses as Christians. We ought to realize that we have been far away from Christ for far too long. And as such, these roommates whom we have acquired, these roommates whom are, are, are the things of the flesh. We ought to do away with all these things if you would really want to have fellowship if you really want to make room for christ are you a filled up christian are you willing to make room for christ now there, there, there was a series i used to watch where 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 um, i think the title is is a Grownish." now i got to a scene where one guy was having a moment with a, a lady friend And so they were so close, they were hugging so close, that their grandmother, who was at the background, chanced on them. And this was the saying of the mother. "He said, make room for Jesus. Are we willing to make that room for Jesus Christ? Or are are we satisfied with how filled our lives are? Are we willing to make room for Jesus Christ? Yes, as I mentioned earlier, he is the landlord. He owns our body. The Bible makes us understand that we are not our own this flesh this body that we have we are not our own we do not own them and so we should know that there is a day where Christ who is our landlord or who is the landlord of our bodies would come and judge us concerning how we, 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 we use our house or how we use this house when he gave them on lease to us now I don't want us to open our Bibles to the book of Ephesians Ephesians chapter 6 verse number 23 Ephesians chapter 6 verse number 23 This is what the Bible says it says Peace be peace to the brethren and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. And so if we are willing to love God in all sincerity, grace is going to be upon us. Now once we neglect this grace, once we we choose not to love Jesus Christ, once we distance and, and do not make room for Christ in our lives, then, we are saying goodbye to all these goodies we are saying goodbye to all all the, the good things that our landlord can do for us because we've, we've decided to take very good care of his property are you a filled up christian are you willing to make room for christ are you willing to face the consequences the consequences of of drawing yourself away from the things of the world are you ready to feel lonely and sad just because you have decided not to make room or not to fill yourself up with the things of the flesh? Let us rise up. Let us empty ourselves. Let us be willing to make room to accommodate Christ in our lives. And just as the Ephesians, the book of Ephesians tells us, we are going to enjoy the grace from God now to end things i would want to draw attention to one final thing now you see as christians most of the times we always forget that all the things that we see with our eyes all these things that we see from the world as i'm speaking to you i'm standing at the fourth floor of a store four story building so when i cast my eye i can see that the whole township of kumasi where i find myself currently i can see a vast majority of the land and sometimes i ask myself and so if i was in the shoes of jesus christ when the devil took him up to tempt him when he showed him all the beauty of the world and just asked him just to bow down and worship him and he's going to give him all the things that he could see what would i have done was i going to be willing to remedy myself was i going to be willing forgo of all the things that i see just so i honor the name of god let us continue to think about this if you were in the shoes of jesus christ what would you have done let us not be filled up with the things of the world let us empty ourselves let us make room for jesus christ let us accommodate him in our lives and our lives will never be the same. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that once we've heard this, or as we've listened to this sermon today, we are not going to continually be filled up with the things of the world, but we are going to empty ourselves as Christians and invite Christ and our Father in heaven to come and live with us. Catch you next time. You have a great day. Bye-bye.